It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Thursday. It's a weird Thursday because Tony Burke right. is in studio. It's not Wednesday. Scooter, don't miss work today because you think it's Wednesday. Ooh. If it was Wednesday, I'd have to go to work, so I'm glad well, it's, it's not. Thursday. Glad it's Thursday. All right. Thursday, actually February 2nd, it's Groundhog Day. <laughs> Man, what a great movie. We're going to talk about this a little bit. Bill Murray, the underrated, hot Andy McDowell, and that's a girl's name, just for the record. Chris Elliott, goofball Chris Elliott. David Letterman Show. Ah, great movie. We'll talk about that. Groundhog Day. And I'm telling you what, if he didn't run back into that daggone nest today, I don't know when he ever will. It's freezing out there. Sun's out. Sun's out, guns out. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, get your free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. That's right, free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit or Steak and egg burrito or bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, along with any fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottled soda. When you become a new Refreshing Rewards member, simply download the app, register for Refreshing Rewards, and earn your free breakfast on Thornton's. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Cards win. They're 1-0 in February. Break up the band. Ten-game losing streak is over. Winless in ACC is over. The Cards are no longer in last place in the conference. Georgia Tech, come on down. You're in last place. I was there last night. Me and about 5,500 of my favorite people. It said 11,000. I know what it said, Tony. (laughs) Everybody had their own vendor. That's not a good sign. Jeff Brown was in attendance, got a rousing uh, round of applause on National Signing Day. Uh, there were not 11,000 people in that building. But I will say this, the five to 6,000 that were there, they were loud, they were proud, they were positive. There was no booing when Zan Payne came in the game. They cheered when Akora Four got his first minutes in the Yum Center. And Kenny Payne had a smile on his face after that game, and that's the guy I feel good for, Kenny Payne. Impossible situation, came in. Now, look, has he has he coached well? I don't know. It's not for me to judge. Have the guys played well? Absolutely not. Should they beat teams like Bellarmine and App State? Absolutely. Wright State, they should. They didn't. You got to look at the coach when that happens. But give him one night. Let him be happy today. Let him be happy. And you know what? You go to Atlanta later. Maybe you beat them again. You got Florida State coming in under 500. The uh, Seminoles are 7 and 16. Got crushed by <laughs> NC State last night. Maybe you win two in a row. Kenny Payne now has the best winning percentage of a Louisville coach in February ever. I hope it goes to 2 and 0. Oh. I do. Hear those crickets, John. 68-58. 
Did somebody say something, Tony? I didn't hear you. <laughs> Heard some crickets. 68-58 was the final score. Jalen Withers played the way Jalen Withers should play. He had 19 points, 13 rebounds. He was great. L. Ellis, 11-6-4. and uh, and that's, that surprises me because I said on this show earlier in the week, I feel like Ellis has to score 30 for this team to have a chance against anybody. And he only had 11 last night. But everybody contributed. Kamari Lance had 11. J.J. Trainer 10 points, big three late in that game. Um, Sidney Curry, quality minutes. Lance was great, as I mentioned. Every Roosevelt Wheeler, even though he had a flagrant one, he contributed. Tony, I understand we couldn't watch the game in Louisville. I was at the game. But ESPN Plus was blocked out. Yeah, it's not been the first time Louisville's played at home with the attendance. But uh, watched the highlights, read the stuff, saw all the stuff I could see on it. And an interesting stat, and you had mentioned it to me, and I just looked at it. Georgia Tech had five turnovers, and Louisville had 15. Yeah. And they went by 10. Incredible. That hasn't even been close to happening this year. Before you get excited, Cardinal fan. And I, I said this, I say this all the time. You, Georgia Tech stinks. They shot 29.5%. And I was there, folks. A lot of those shots were wide open. Louisville still doesn't play defense. They still don't play very good defense. 29.5%, 7 of 27 from three. They missed nine free throws, did the Yellow Jackets. Got out rebounded 46 to 32. Louisville was the better team. They were the better team going in. Georgia Tech had lost nine out of ten. They're not. They're just not good. Well, John, Georgia Tech was eighteen for sixty-one from the field. And you said they were open. Oh, that's yeah. right at thirty percent and seven for twenty-seven from the foul line. That's not going to win many games against from three-point line. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, from three-point line didn't come out right. But wow, and and I didn't. But you got to live in the present. Early in that and game, win, win. I was first, first. I looked at Ed. Ed was sitting next to me. I said, first team to twenty wins here." And at sixty-eight fifty-eight, that was a much higher scoring than it felt like it was going to be in the first eight minutes of that game. But it's a win. Enjoy it. Eminem Cartage Hotline. David, how are you today? Yeah, thanks for <clears throat> uh, taking my call today, John. I'm, sure. Like I said, I'm very happy that, uh, like I said, that UVL. Got that win last night. Kenny Payne, all the players needed the win. And I know, gosh, a long time coming. And go back before Christmas. That's the amazing thing about it. Before Christmas was the last win Florida A&M. And, yeah. gosh, yeah. You know, I didn't think as a, as a, as a uh, you know, college basketball a fan, you know, that where I, you know, listen to many games or, you know, you know, or, you know listen to a lot of sports centers and watch a lot of sports centers and all that. It, you know, this is last night was you know, definitely a night to, you know, just a feel good moment. It was. And oh, for January, you pointed it out. Oh, oh I know it. Oh, for January. Yeah. Oh, that's hard to do. Nobody does that. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Colorado might do it. Georgia Tech might yep. have done it. I'm not sure. I have to check. Yep. I know yep. they've lost 10 out of 11 now. But yep. it's hard to hard to go for January. An oh, for January. Yeah. I, I feel good I mean, for that's... the Louisville fan base. Because most, yeah. of, most of them have stuck with it here. I feel yes, really good I for have. Kenny Payne, and I feel good for these kids. Because let's face yeah. it, David, they're still kids. Oh, they are. When it yes. boils down to it, they're still kids. Some of them might be great kids. Some of them might be turds. 
They're still kids. That's true. That's true. That's and, true. Um, yeah. And to, for them to get a win, they were going to throw water on Kenny Payne in the locker room, and he said he was going to oh, He was going to swing at him. He said that in the mm. post game. I told him, you try to throw money at, uh, water on, at me, I'm going to hit you. So oh, no. Oh, had, my god! He did not want to get his bald head wet last night after the game. And I is think, that I right? Think the point is, look, yes, we won a game. Yes, we're happy. But we got more to do here. Let's don't go yeah. crazy. Because you got to play Florida State, Tony, on on Saturday. It's a winnable game. But if you, you know, celebrate too much here. Well, yep, that's what I was wondering, too. You know, could it be something where Florida State comes in? Because we know when they went down to Florida State, I didn't, I didn't, I, I thought, you know, we would have a closer game down at Florida State. You yeah, know, maybe because the way they were. But like I said, losing by 20-something points, you know, to them in that, that first matchup, Florida State could come here and do the same thing. So I, hopefully the players will have the focus. Yeah, I hope you know, so. and, and maybe it'll be a closer game. I don't know if we'll win it, but maybe, you know, I, I don't know. I I just wondered how many games do you think we might oh, have we a go. You know, chance? Here we What's go. That? I love these questions. Hey, we won. Now can we get to five? Can we get to six? Thank you for the call, David. I, I guess that's what it. I'm thinking, five yeah. or six. I appreciate Out of ten is what I'm thinking, but I don't know. You know, Thank I, you, I buddy. got to take them once at a time. Right. Thank you, man. But, um, but John, Georgia they... Tech, Florida State, winnable games. So I'll, I'll go five. I don't see anything on on the schedule that's uh, winnable. You already played Notre Dame. You're done with them. Boston College. You're done with them. Pitt's good. Virginia Tech's gonna beat you probably. Maybe that's winnable. I don't know. Oh, Virginia yeah. gonna beat you. No question about that one. You might steal one in there somewhere, but if you know past track history shows. That that's probably not going to happen. And one thing you got to be happy, and you made a great point. They're kids, they and they I come they come to practice every day, and you don't know who's working hard and who's not. But you know I have what? No idea. Every, uh, the fan base at all these schools get upset, and you're talking about grown adults that live their lives vicariously through yeah. these kids, and just you hit the nail on the head. Kids, uh, people have. Uh, have kids that are twenty in their twenties are older than these kids in their late twenties, and you got to remember that that it's harder for them than anybody else. Tell you a little story. I was sitting there last night. It's uh, toward the end of the game. Uh, Louisville's up six, five, six, under two to play, and L. Ellis fouls a guy going for a steal forty feet from the basket. They're in the double bonus. Guy behind me. Now I'm sitting in the media section up in the corner of the of the lower bowl. Guy behind me, sitting in the handicap with his handicapped friend or relative, throws his chair. Gets up, screams, throws his chair. You're 2-19. and 19. You didn't see this coming? You didn't see the cards making a, a bonehead play here? I thought, what are you doing? Of course, Georgia Tech went up, missed one out of two free throws. You still had a five-point or six-point lead, whatever it was, and you, you pull away and win the game. You're right, fan, some fans, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Living vicariously through the team. That's a good way to put it. Um, all right, here's the schedule remaining. <laughs> I'll play. I'll play along here. Florida State at home. Uh, 2 o'clock on Saturday. By the way, ESPN 2 games, Tony, so that one won't be blacked out. You can actually watch it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. On a Saturday, I know you won't be doing anything else. Why not watch the Cards and Seminoles? At Pittsburgh. Loss. At Miami, ranked 23rd right now. 
loss. Virginia at home, loss. Clemson at home, maybe. Clemson just lost at Boston College. But maybe. At Duke. All right, we don't even have to answer. At Georgia Tech. There you go. There you go. I'm marking down opportunities here. So far, I got Florida State, Clemson at home, and at Georgia Tech. Scooter, that could get them to six. Not happening. (laughs) Wait a minute, I'm not done. Keep dreaming. Home finale, senior day, Virginia Tech. Winnable? Maybe just because it's senior day. Senior day. Seven? Don't think so. And Eastern Michigan finishes with six? Wow. I'd be so mad. At Virginia, regular season finale. Six-ranked Virginia at at the moment. And then here's what they did last night, which I find fascinating. You are no longer the 15 seed in the ACC tournament playing the 10 seed. Right now you're the 14 seed. And now you're playing Florida State first round of the uh, ACC tournament, the 11 seed. Oh, it's all who's about seeding. It's all 10? about the draw in the who's ACC the tournament. Right the 10 right now is Boston College. Either one of those, you can get a W. No, okay. 12 is uh, Virginia Tech. Notre Dame is 13. But you're going to be playing on on. Is it Tuesday? Uh, it, it might be on Monday. I think it's <laughs> two, I think you're going to be playing because the ACC final is always on Saturday night. So I think you're going to be playing Tuesday in uh, in the ACC tournament. So look, I think they finish with four, maybe five, but seven's on the table here, Scooter. I hate to break it to you. I just I don't see it. Yeah. I, I don't know where you're getting so overly confident from all of a sudden. I'm not. I'm not, and I'm the, I'm the first one to pump the brakes and say, look, Georgia Tech missed open shots and didn't turn the ball over. Louisville doesn't turn teams over. They had five turnovers and still lost by ten points. So two of their three wins, John, one of them, Florida Georgia A&M. Tech, couldn't hit shots. One of the other ones, Western Kentucky, Louisville couldn't miss shots. That's true. But who says that game doesn't show up somewhere along the line and you beat somebody you shouldn't? I, I can see them getting to five, no more. I'm with Scooter. Yeah, I, no, I agree with that. Yeah, I no, know you. Do. In fact, I said four, but the eternal optimist says this could happen, and this could yeah, happen, it, and this could happen, and that's how we talk. Now, you're Kentucky, just trying to scare me. I'm not trying to scare you. You're unscarable. <laughs> I've decided. Uh, Kentucky, on the other hand, Tony, how big was that win at Ole Miss? Because that loss, while it, while it's not a huge win in terms of it's Ole Miss, they're terrible. They got one one uh, conference win. It would have been a devastating loss. It would have been devastating with the loss to South Carolina at home and then a loss to uh, an Ole Miss team who was missing two starters too, even though Kentucky was. But Kentucky did take care of business in the second half and those ifs and buts, you know. Candy and nuts. You go out the window. But, yeah, that was the, uh, the Kentucky game was a huge game because that can put you in a bad spot. And they have to take care of business. And me and you were talking before the show – that we know they lost to Kansas, and Kentucky fans still gets upset with everything, but they're on a roll in the SEC. They are. And they've got some games coming up that they can get some good wins if they can get over the hump in those games. And we will look at Saturday's game after the break and talk about what Saturday's opponent did last night as well. System 1-0 and last night. And don't forget, Groundhog Day discussion coming up as well.
Thanks for listening. We'll be back. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. I wasn't going anywhere. Spears on Sports presented by Evan Carter. You're thanking everybody. Though. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Yeah, that was a bad outro, wasn't it, Scooter? I, just, I don't know why you said it the way you did. What did I say? I said, uh, thanks, thanks for listening. listening. But it was the... it was the Thanks for listening. I'm going home. I don't was, have anything else to talk about. It was the inflection in your voice, though. Like, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. These chest <laughs> pains are really starting to hurt. I've got to go now. Eminem Cardage hotline is open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. It is Groundhog Day. Before I get back to college hoops, 1980, uh, what year was that? I should know that. I don't know. Seven. Yeah, something around there. 1989, maybe? 93? It's usually on here. Facts are optional. 1993, one hour, 41 minutes, rated PG, Groundhog Day. Bill Murray, the great Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, who's fantastic in everything she's in, Uh, Chris Elliott. Uh, If you don't know who Chris Elliott is, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're still living under that rock. And uh, Stephen Tobolowski, who played Ned the Head Ryerson. Bang! Brian Doyle Murray is in it. Rick Dukeman, Rick Overton, just hilarious cast. Funny, funny movie. Bill Murray goes to Punxsutawney as a weather reporter to report on the groundhog, and then he wakes up the next morning, and it's Groundhog Day again and again and again, over and over, until basically he uh, stops being a pompous butthole and uh, falls in love with Andy McDowell and makes her fall in love with him. It's a great film. 8.1 8.1 on my favorite website, IMDb, International Movie Database. 8.1 out of 10. 7.5 is really, really good. Uh, what do you think the highest-ranked movie, Tony, on IMDb is? And I, I don't know the number. It's 8.7 Shawshank or Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. Wow. Bang, how did he bang, guess that? Bang, bang. That's incredible. Because uh, unlike movie. you, great movie. Unlike no, it is a you, great movie. we are real, well-rounded individuals, and I'm not just talking about my girth here. I, I've seen Shawshank Shank Redemption, but I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, I don't awesome. know, Scooter. It just came off the top of my head. By the way, I've seen Chris Elliott in all kinds of movies. Yes. Had no idea his name was Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott in, uh, what's the one with Ben Stiller? Is there something, something about, about Mary? Mary? Yeah. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah. We well, started uh, on David Letterman. Started on Letterman as just a just He's a ball-headed guy for beer. Just goofball. <laughs> and uh, he was in uh, King of Queens. I think he play he plays. He, sometimes he plays somebody's brother all the time. You know, he's oh, he's the uh, goofy, weird, nerdy brother, or 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 he's the goofy, uh, pothead brother. That's Chris Elliott. Good gleam, kids. You saying he's not good looking enough to be the main guy? He is guy? not nearly good looking enough. <laughs> he was on Shit's Creek, and I can say that because that's the name of the show. He was, yeah, I forgot um, Roland. Yeah, he was great, the mayor yeah. of the town. Uh, he is known for Groundhog Day, There's Something About Mary, Cabin Boy, which I've never seen, and Get a Life TV show Yeah, a lot of big uh, ones. from the early 90s. You're young enough, Scooter. You remember Get a Life? No. Yeah, me neither. Maybe I need to get a life. 
uh, we all, look what we're doing here. <laughs> God, now I feel bad about myself. Where were we, John? We were talking about college basketball. Yeah, I thought so. So, Cats play Florida this weekend. Tony Gators, says enough groundhog. By the way, nine, 8.30 on a Saturday night. They're doing it to me again, man. What do you what do you got to do on Saturday well, night? Well, first off, right now I got to take a nap to watch an eight thirty game <laughs> on Saturday night. That's what I'm doing on Saturday. Cats in Florida. The Gators, by the way, system winner last night. System was one and zero, and it was Florida, sixty seven to fifty four. Tennessee only scored fifty four points in that game. Did you? I know you watched some hoops last night, Tony. Did you? Check any of that one out? Yeah, I had the three TVs going last night, and I wow. had the Florida-Tennessee game. Rich get richer. On Sick brag. The rich get richer. Well, I was watching Tennessee and Florida, but I was really engrossed into the Providence uh, yeah. uh, Xavier game. And the, then I had North Carolina yeah. and Pitt on the other one, so I had some good games on. But uh, how did Florida pull this off? Because I, I said yesterday, it's a system game. Tennessee's a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I hate the system last night. I didn't like Florida at all. They They're – they were 12-9 and nine coming into that game. Todd uh, Golden in his first year. Uh, you know, I mean, Mike White left to go to Georgia. I mean, how does Florida beat Tennessee? Well, they had a great crowd. How did Colorado uh, beat Tennessee? For whatever reason, they had a great crowd. It looked like a blue or blackout. I could not tell. But Castle, Castleton was really good, yeah. and they played defense, and Tennessee just didn't look – Attached, and uh, you know what happens when you go play a game on the road in conference, and you're not ready to go. Going on the road, somebody comes and it. kicks you. You said it all. Going on the road in conference, I say it all the time. You never know. I'm curious Just to like Maryland the other day. I'm curious to the system bets that yep. hit. How many of those that are getting points have won outright? Because it seems like more times than not, they're winning outright. I'll tell you what I did the other night, and I don't usually like to talk about my gambling losses, but I bet a three-team parlay. Boston College money line, they beat Clemson outright. Nevada money line, which not a system game, but it was a it was a ranked team on the road. They beat San Diego State outright. And then DePaul <laughs> was my loser. Do not take DePaul again. I couldn't money what. line DePaul. They were ten point <laughs> underdogs against uh who was it? UConn. Ranked UConn team, and UConn ends up winning by fourteen. I almost won the parlay. But DePaul's – I said this – I talked about the teams that shouldn't qualify for the system, like and DePaul, DePaul Louisville, uh, Georgetown. Because uh, every time they play – South the Carolina. System. Because every time they play at home against a ranked team, it's a system game. they're going to be getting 10 to 12 points in their system bets, and I don't like them. I'm with Tony. Don't ever take DePaul again. <laughs> but you're right. Um, these teams are winning outright. These home teams are winning outright. And usually the spread's not more than five or six, like I said – Tennessee was only five and a half on the road. It's the number two team in the country last night against a 12 and nine Florida team. And it seems crazy. And as Scooter would say, it's not my system, but that was like the Texas Tech game the other night. You look at these spreads yeah. and you go, That was your system. Texas Tech was favorite. Does it make sense when you look at who's playing who where? But, but you're always right, John, and I don't say that often, but those <laughs> conference games on the road. Man. That's why those spreads are the way they are. They're normally conference games where ranked teams are traveling, and it's tough. Texas Tech is the bottom team in the Big 12. They were at home, and they were favored against a 12th-ranked or 14th-ranked Iowa State team, and they covered. Now, they got down 23. They slaughtered early. They were getting killed. Uh, the game went to overtime. They went by three, so it's, I guess, it's a bad beat if you took Iowa State, and it's a good win if you took Texas Tech, but the bottom line is 
They won the game. Yep, that's all that matters, isn't it? Uh, Purdue, 80, Penn State, 60. I tried to tell Scooter yesterday. He didn't want to – this was kind of like the Alabama Vandy game. He didn't want to hear anything about it. Um, Penn State's good, and I'll stand by that. They're 14-8 and eight now. Purdue manhandled them last night, mm-hmm. especially in the second half. And Gillis with nine threes, that's a Mackey Arena record. Um, Purdue's 22-1. and one. I, I keep looking for flaws because the theory here is this is a season where everybody is flawed. I'm starting to find it very difficult, to, Tony, to find flaws in Purdue. Yeah, I turned that game off because it just was not a good game to watch. Penn State was not good. And, you know, when, when Edie gets help like that, it's hard to beat him. And Edie had 18 and 13 last night. Yeah, quietly. He's so big. He's so big. I think it was Scooter yesterday who brought up the point to me off the air. I said, why does Michigan State's played them twice? They've gotten run out twice. And Edie has scored 30 points each time because Michigan State doesn't double-team him. Scooter brought up the point, how do you double-team him? He's seven foot three. If he can get over one guy, he's going to get over two guys, and he's going to find the open man. What he doesn't do is put the ball on the floor. He's got to the point he's strong enough yeah. that he catches it. He just turns. And gets you know himself what? in if great position there, he to moves receive you, the ball, too. He right? shoots over. He gets it deep. Yeah. And they'll put him in screen row. And as soon as he does, he goes right down to the block. And you got to guard him with – looks like midgets, but they're not. I'm a, I'm a week away from saying – I'm probably three days away from saying they're the best team in the country. Because if they beat Indiana in Bloomington on Saturday – Then you'll say it. I'll, I'll be convinced. Yeah. Um. All right, Big East, still great. Marquette beats Villanova last night, 73-64. Jay Wright's former team is now 10-12 and on the season, but Marquette improved to 18-5. They're as dangerous as anybody. Villanova led that game a lot of the game, and then Marquette put them away late in the game. Shaka Smart, which a lot of people don't realize, is that Marquette, yeah. they're having a really nice year. And uh, that was a good game, but that was the – game after the Xavier Providence game. Yeah, talk about that one for me. 16th-ranked Xavier beats 17th-ranked Providence, 85-83 in overtime. I was following the score as I was at the UofL game. It looked like it was a four-point game the whole way. I mean, it looked like they were just going back and forth. It was going back and forth, and I hate to tell the Louisville fans this, but Noah Locke was 8-for-14 from the field, 6-for-7 <laughs> from the three-point line, five rebounds and 22 points last night. They and don't need him against Georgia Tech. No, in Kentucky, who lost Bryce Hopkins, he had a bad game. He was only 3-for-14, but he had 13 rebounds, so that helped. But Xavier, Xavier's good. Yeah. And they had lost a player. can't remember who they've lost, but Xavier uh, – oh, that Fremantle, big guy. Fremantle's He's good. out. And, uh, Nungy He's a candidate for uh, Conference Player of the Year. Yeah, Nunji had 23 last night. Uh, Nunji was really good. He was really good. He was Who 10 is for 15. player of the year in the Big East? Is the it Bryce East? Hopkins? Well, I think he's averaging a double-double. I can look it up real quick. But I think it's Bryce, he, he's I think right, right there. now it's Bryce Hopkins. All right, what do you make of the, of the um, question that he answered? I mean, it wasn't like he came out and said, hey, uh, this is how I feel. He was asked the question, what about your move from Kentucky to Providence? And his answer was basically – I wanted to go to Providence out of high school. I was talked into going to Kentucky. I felt like a robot there. They didn't let me play the way I wanted to play. Coach Cooley has let has sort of released me and allowed me to play the, to play the way I like to play, and that's why I'm doing so much. And well, Coach Cal made me play like a robot. Two things: Bryce Hopkins was going to go to Louisville too. And one other thing about that is, when you're Kentucky, you have to play with a lot of 
All-Americans and guys that are ahead of you and guys that you maybe are as good as, but the way the system works – and I understand that. And he was behind two guys at his position. Yeah, Keon, Keon Brooks, Brooks is having a really good year out of, at Washington. And Toppin. And, you know, so you were there in that situation. And then you go to Providence, and they don't have quite the players that – so you do get freed up because you're you're the main, one of the main options. And Providence is really good too. So I can understand all that. But, uh, I mean, if Bryce Hopkins would have stayed, he'd have been playing in the four spot or the three spot and he'd be having a big year at Kentucky. I, I really liked him coming out of high school. I heard all the good things when he was going to go to Louisville, and he switched to Kentucky and all those things. So, I mean, he's just a good player. He, he can shoot it. He can rebound. He can put it on four. So, uh, Providence loses last night. They're still 17-6. and six. They're in line right now, Tony, to be a four seed, maybe a five seed uh, in the tournament. Yeah, that was uh, for first place in the, in the Big yeah. East last night. And there's Creighton in there, and there's some other good teams. If you finish second in the Big East, you're a, you're a four seed, three seed. Oh, I definitely. Yeah. I, I, I think definitely. Can I can I go to one game real quick? For Absolutely. People? The Pittsburgh-North Carolina I don't game. have that one written down because neither team was ranked. I know it, but I was watching that. And Hubert Davis, I don't know. We've talked about it off the air too that yeah. when you can win with talent, but when he did you, last year, he didn't do it during the season, right. but he did it in the tournament. Right, they they played very well down the stretch, and they're struggling just like a lot of teams. But in that game, Pitt scores and goes up one with three points something left in the game. North Carolina throws it in, dribbles it up across half court, calls timeout with point six, and it's hard to score with point six down at point when you're at mid court. And yeah, it's almost impossible. And, yeah. and most that, impossible. The North Carolina fans, we, we had to talk about that. Uh, was at Carolina, right? Yes. Yeah. Lost at home. And you were talking about Hubert Davis and John Shire. You know, guys that have never been head coaches, they've been assistant coaches forever. And you brought up a good point, Kenny Payne. Some guys are meant to be assistant coaches, some guys are meant to be head coaches. And I don't, you know, I'm not saying Shire or, or, Hubert Davis or even Kenny Payne are not going to be good coaches. Not, not, are not going to be really good head coaches in the future. But I would I would be willing to bet two of them won't be. I don't know which one will be, but two of them will be lifetime really good assistant coaches. And they have talent. You're a much better coach when you have talent. I don't care how everybody says those guys are great coach. Well, some of the guys have the worst records. Some of the best coaches ever. They just didn't have the talent. And had the teams. By the way, I'm sure I'm going to butcher it, but Sauli Baum. Is the front runner for Player of the Year in the Big East? He was really good last night. How yes. do you, how would you Soli say? Bomb, bomb. He's bombing him. That's oh, what they were wow. saying. There you go. No, he was really good <laughs> last night. He's a transfer, and I can't remember who they told me he was a transfer from uh, on the game last night. But he, he he's a really good player. I'm telling you, watch that Xavier team. If I don't know how long Fremantle's out, but with Fremantle and Nungy, big guys, Fremantle's and, and about six ten, and he can play outside as well. They're good. He's good. And um, who's their head coach? Uh, your boy Archie Miller, Sean Miller, Sean Miller. <laughs> I tried threw it out there. I wanted to see how quick. It I met Archie's brothers who beat Xavier this season. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Auburn uh, beat Georgia 94-73. Bruce Pearl's team is now 17 and five, and uh, we go back to Georgia might just stink. I thought they might. They, everybody thought I don't they think might Auburn's be good. That early. good, by the way. I don't either, John. I really don't, and that—that's a home game. It's hard to play down there on the plane, so it's hard to play when Bruce Pearl. Texture says not to change the subject, but can a future derby bet be made at your gambling parlor over in Indiana? Isn't that a off-the-air text? <laughs> 
I don't know, to be honest with you. He I don't bet horses. I don't bet. There. No, I won't. I don't bet horses over there. I don't even go into the horse parlor side of the building. So there's a horse parlor side. Oh yeah, the smoking the, circle, the smoking baby. side is the horse parlor side. Wow. Now you can go over there. There are kiosks on that side. You can bake bets on games. And, but the non-smoking side is the sports books. Yeah, if you go in the racing side, you'll see our buddy Jimmy Jump Jimmy, from Sellersburg uh, up there. He'll be there, Jimmy everybody talking S- to everybody. Ooh. Jimmy Jump. Mm. <laughs> Texture says Ned Ryerson, Neil knows Ned, Ned the head. Come on, buddy. Case Western High. I did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show. Yeah. Texture says that's a top 10 movie of all time. I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to go top 50. If you said, okay, John, you're going to be on Desert Island with a DVD player, and which 50 DVDs do you want? Groundhog Day is going to be in there. Every day would be Groundhog Day. Every day would be Groundhog Day. (laughs) It kind of already is when I come do this show with Scooter. All right, we'll check tonight's slate. Uh, zero system games tonight. I'm sorry I can't make you any money tonight, but we'll check with the top 25. Bellerman in action tonight. I'll be in Freedom Hall tonight. NBA talk as well. And is Tom Brady really retired? We'll see what Tony Burke thinks. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio, final segment on this Thursday. Yes, Tony's here on a Thursday. It's better than a Tuesday because everybody might think it's Wednesday, but it's Thursday. If it's Tuesday. Now you lost me. I'm lost already. Then you're a day behind. Eminem Cartage hotline's open. Shut up, Scooter. 384-1450, 502-384-1450. Thorne's text line, last chance to text the show at 502-414-1450. Go ahead, uh, J- uh, Justin. J- I was just going to say, Tony makes us feel like we're a day ahead. Yes, exactly. That's Instead what of I a think. day behind. Yeah, if it was Tuesday, okay, you'd yeah. be a day behind. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I did not get that. That was the easy way to say it. I've, uh, I'm not a bright man. <laughs> um, all right, Tom Brady retired. Tony, is he done for good? Definitely. I think so, John. Yeah, I think so, too. Because I think last year, the way it was done, he was like, I didn't go out on my terms. Did did we not say he was was done last year, though? Well, they did, but it was his dad talking, remember? And I think this year, by him doing the actual video and sending it out, I think he's done. I think this year probably way What happens in June Yeah, when John Lynch calls him? And says, man, Brock Purdy's going to be out longer than we thought. And Trey Lance is not ready yet. We need you, man. We got this defense. Just come on back for one year. Now, here's when they call him in week 13. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Tom, what are you doing? Come play a few games. I'm doing games on TV now. Uh, Can you get out of the booth for a few weeks? I'm making way too much money in the booth. Get us into the playoffs. (laughs) Not that he needs anybody. He's a competitive guy. He's always had, had to have that football. Yeah, I, I think but I agree with his you. age yeah. is the main thing. You just can't take that beating. And and on that note, I'm watching the hole-in-one contest last night at Pebble Beach, and Aaron Rodgers goes up to hit, and they're asking him, got any news? He goes, I'm not playing for San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I about fell over. That was quick. Wow. Uh, Louisville named their uh, new foot. Their football stadium is now called L and N Federal Credit Union Stadium. The deal is twenty years for forty one point three million dollars, 
How many times will you call it LNN Federal Credit Union Stadium? Never. I mean, people are going to just say, hey, are you going to Cardinal Stadium? Tailgate, not a Cardinal Stadium today. $41.3 million, Tony, for 20 years. Credit unions making some money, aren't they? I guess. I guess they are. All right, uh, college basketball tonight. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six games in the top 25. This is West Coast Thursday. I love West Coast Thursday because I'll go to Bellarmine, 730 game at Freedom Hall. The Knights hosting Kennesaw State, by the way. Kennesaw State second in the Atlantic Sun. They're 17-6 and six overall and a three-and-a-half-point favorite tonight against the Knights. Tony. And don't let me know the score because after my freshman <laughs> JV game, I will come home right. and watch it on ESPN Plus without knowing the score. I will not. I will not uh, ruin it for you. But this is a tough uh, tough one. Eastern Kentucky was favored. Knights able to come from behind and win that game. Then they lose at Eastern Kentucky on Saturday. Now you got Kennesaw State. But this is not last year's Bellarmine Knights by any stretch of the imagination, but it's an opportunity here to uh, get a win. And all you're, all you're playing for now is your seeding in your conference tournament. Yeah, and it's not the same Bellarmine team that was early in the year with the injuries, injuries they, yeah. and, the, and the defection. There's it's, it's a different type of team. But at home, they've been good, uh, even in the losses. That they've been close games. So I expect a really close game. Now, you got a spread on that? I didn't look at it. Three and a half. Kennesaw's three and a half. The Owls. System. No. Nope, A-Sun nope. system. Not, uh, <laughs> maybe it's the small college system. It is certainly not in the system, which only consists of games in power conferences. conferences. There you go. All right, 9 o'clock tonight, late-night basketball tonight. I got two 11 o'clock games. I got a 10-30, a couple of 9 o'clocks. 9 o'clock, number three, Houston. They're 20-2 and two on the road to take on my favorite coach in the world, Wichita State. Is he still there? No. Oh, that's a shame. Greg Marshall is wife still gone. There? She might still be she in the She might still be there cussing the other coaches yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Wichita State is a 12-point underdog. Oh, how far they've uh, gone down since the glory days of Greg Marshall. Um, not in the system. Not in the system, not but it's still a home unranked underdog against the ranked team. And Nevada got you. They got me a little love the other night, yeah. Uh, 10-30, Oregon at fifth-ranked Arizona. The Ducks are only 13 and idle. Disappointing. That's an ESPN game. Uh, Arizona, eight-point favorite, late-night West Coast Pac-12 basketball. I like the uh, yeah, I like, the, home team I like the Wildcats there. Yeah, me too. Washington and Keon Brooks take their 13-10 and 10 record to uh, Westwood to take on UCLA. Ninth-ranked Bruins are 17-4. and four. FS1, 9 o'clock start. 17-and-a-half is the number oh, I that's got a lot. It Let's, seems like a ton. That seems like a lot. That, logic says take Washington, but. UCLA is not a run, 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 and score a lot of points kind of team either, Tony. Yeah, so I, I, I would want to take more than I do. Right, you got to take UCLA and get the points. There. Eleven o'clock as we go to the West Coast Conference for a couple. Santa Clara is at twelfth rank Gonzaga. The uh, Zags are—I don't know—I don't want to say they've underperformed this year, but they've got a home conference loss so far. Um, Mark Few's team has struggled. Santa Clara sixteen and seven, by the way. Played Gonzaga tough at home. Now Gonzaga's at home for this one on CBS Sports Network. The Bulldogs are 13-and-a-half-point favorite. I'd have to give up the points. It's 14, I know it was close, but you don't play Gonzaga close and then come back and they yeah, – And then you go to their place. Game. Yeah, They remember. You go to the kennel. 11 o'clock also, San Francisco. Bill Russell not walking through that door. The Dons are 15-and-9. At St. Mary's, St. Mary's 19-and-4, Tony, ranked 18th. They are sixth, by the way, in the net rankings. 
Wow. Which kind of surprised me when I saw that this morning. That's an ESPNU game at 11 o'clock. St. Mary's, the Gales are 12.5-point favorites. I think I'll take the points in that one. Well, I got news for you. I took the home team, all six home teams well, on the parlay. That's what probably the, what the smart heck? move. But the big game you have not mentioned yet. I'm ready. The ready. UAB yeah. FAU game. This is a Tony and system if it was a if power, it's an power five. five. Because UAB and Coach Andy Kennedy. Ah, very good. Over by a point and a half. I'm going to take the Florida Atlantic's 19th ranked. They're 21 and one. one they just and they came off of a close win over uh, Western Kentucky. Um, and you're calling the uh, – it's not an upset, but you're calling the Blazers to win tonight. Well, when you got a team that's 21-1 in your conference and they're on the road and they're underdog, that tells you it, it smells like Blazer mania. Vegas wants you to bet Florida Atlanta. That's exactly so what don't. wants to happen. Um, Blazers over the Owls there. I had it as a pick em. It started uh, – I saw this, actually. It started UAB minus one, went to pick, and now UAB's one and a half. Yeah, that's what I got on the ESPN app. There you go. So those are your uh, games tonight. Again, no system bets tonight. System having a great week. They'll, I'm sure I'll blow it on Saturday. You I, will. I usually do. <laughs> system was great to me uh, so far this week. All right, NBA action last night. Philadelphia beat Orlando 105-94. That was the second of back-to-back games in Philly. Orlando won the first one, but Philly gets revenge. Uh, Joel Embiid 28-11. James Harden, who was snubbed for the All-Star game, 26 points. Nine rebounds, ten assists. Yes, Scooter, James Harden is playing again. Has been for a couple of months now. Yep. I, we, I knew that. You I remember didn't. when we screwed that one up. <laughs> he <laughs> we? said we. Yeah, you. You're hey, the supposed NBA guy of, here. What, what kind of a teammate are you? Uh, producer. You're a the selfish producer. one. You're the one that said he's been hurt for a while, and I just agreed with you. <laughs> if you remember. And I go, yeah, whatever. I think so, I guess. If you said it, it must be true. You're the producer. You're the guy that does the research. Hmm. about that? Portland over Memphis last night, 122-112. Memphis is having a few struggles here lately. The guy on fire is Dame Lillard. 42 points, 10 assists last night for, for Dame. Boy, I'm surprised he's still in Portland. He had a chance to get out of there in the offseason and said, no, I want to stay here and build something here. Portland's, I don't know. If I'm Dame, and, and look, the Knicks wanted him. Don't you have to? At least explore getting out of Portland, Tony. I guess I agree, Josh. with all that money, how much is too much money? Don't you just want to be happy? I, I agree. And on Monday night against, I believe it was Monday, might have been Sunday night. I'm not sure. It's 60 spot, didn't he? Lillard had 42 that night, and he had 61 night yeah. last week. He's playing well. Boston beat Brooklyn last night on TNT, one thirty nine to ninety six. Whoa! Dare I say it wasn't that close? It wasn't. It was thirty seven to nine midway through the first quarter. <laughs> Tatum and Brown had uh, great games again. Seven three pointers apiece. Believe it or not, first time in Celtic history that teammates combined for at least seven three pointers each. Tatum had 31. Uh, he is, I think, the the number two candidate for NB, MVP behind the Joker right now. But, Tony, the Joker's numbers, I mean, I, I said it yesterday. I don't know what he had yesterday. What did he have? Uh, what did I say last night? So 26, 15, and 18. They are video game numbers for uh, the Joker. Is he going to win his third straight MVP? Looks like it right now, but still a long way to go. But I, I tell you. 
anybody who doesn't watch NBA, watch the big guy play, and you think he's oh. not that good. And then he makes a couple great passes. He steps back, hits a three. Can't then jump over the Shepherds Will phone book. Runs over you and lays it in and then grabs every rebound. It, it's amazing. Uh, but Boston, Kyrie Irving said after the game, we were just in the way tonight. We were just another stone in the way of the Celtics going uh, for a championship, and we got to play better than that because it felt like they were just – you're just in our way tonight. Freshman against varsity? Yeah. Celtics are kind of on a mission here, I think. My Celtics. Uh, Houston beat Oklahoma City. Houston beat anybody. You'd never say very much, but they did. They beat the Thunder 112-106 last night. Former Hoosier Eric Gordon pumped in 25 for the Houston Rockets as Scooter celebrates on the other side of the glass. EG, baby. Minnesota beat Golden State in overtime 119-114. D'Angelo Russell, Louisville native, had 29. Steph Curry had 29 for the losing Warriors. The Warriors are 7-19 and on the road this season. That's not going to get you very far in the playoffs. Uh, Sacramento beat San Antonio 119-109. Sacramento continues to overachieve, or are they just that good, Tony? I think they're they're third in the West, man. You know, they got some bonus now from the Pacers, and we always talk about De'Aaron Fox being underrated. And I want to say one thing, too, about the Spurs. Yeah. Kelton Johnson, who played at Kentucky, is having a huge year, what nobody realizes, because the Spurs stink. They stink, yeah. For Sacramento last night, you mentioned Sabonis. He had 34 points, 11 rebounds. Darren Fox, 31 points and 10 assists. He's been incredible. He was incredible last year, but nobody noticed because they were losing. Right. Utah beat Toronto last night, 131-128. Laurie Markinen. Former Bull, 28 points and 13 rebounds. Do you remember when Utah got rid of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and everybody said, hey, they're just going to tank, they are going to rebuild? They're over 500. they They're going to be in the playoffs. That is an unbelievable coaching job in Utah, and it's not Quinn Snyder anymore. And to be honest with you, Tony, I don't know who it is. Here, here's your starters for the Jazz last night. Kelly Olenek, Markadin, Kessler. Walker uh, Kessler from Walker, Auburn. Walker Kessler, from Kessler Auburn, played yeah. 30 minutes last night for them and had 17 Yikes. points and 14 rebounds. Mike Conley and Jay Clarkson. Is that Jordan Clarkson? Jordan Clarkson. It cut off on me. I knew that. Yeah, it's. Uh, they, I mean, you lose Mitchell and Gobert and and Joe Ingles, and you think, yeah, well, they're they're rebuilding. They're looking at the future. They're going to get some draft capital together and try to put a team together, and they're winning. And here's another Kentucky guy. First guy off the bench is Jared Vanderbilt. Almost nine points a game and almost eight rebounds. He's had a good season. Oh, man. Atlanta in the late game, if you missed it last night, Atlanta beat Phoenix 132-100. to Phoenix is waiting to get Devin Booker back. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be back <laughs> the, uh, later in the week, maybe as, as soon as this weekend. But um, Trey Young, 20 points, 12 assists for the Hawks. They are a playoff team as well. If you're looking for NBA tonight on TNT, doubleheader Memphis at Cleveland at 730. You can watch Donovan Mitchell. If you're card fans, you can watch Ja Morant for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Cleveland at home, somehow is a six-point favorite in this game. And then 10 o'clock, the Clippers in Milwaukee. The Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo versus uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard if they play. Say it again. The Clippers are a team to be reckoned with when George. Yes, when they play. And Leonard hadn't lost a step. From all the time he's missed, he's dominated. Milwaukee's a four and a half point favorite at home. The, the Bucks, I think, have won five in a row. They're second in the East as well. Your Indiana Pacers hosting LeBron and the Lakers tonight. 
I'd love to get up there, but I didn't know until today that game was going on or I might have headed up. Thanks to Tony. Thanks for Scooter on the other side of the glass. I will see you tomorrow. Big Friday show with the unsponsored six-pack coming up tomorrow. All college hoops. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Ass. I heard it. I heard it. I heard it on the edge.